Hello, and welcome to Quick Charge. I'm Mikey G, and it's Tuesday, January 30th. California hit a new record last year with 21.4% of new cars being all electric. And once again, Tesla led the pack with the two best-selling electric cars or best-selling cars in the state. Toyota actually narrowly maintained their leadership as the top-selling brand, but it was pretty close. The data was released by the California New Car Dealers Association in their quarterly auto outlook, and in this case, rounding out the year. The Model 3 and the Model Y both outsold the competition by a wide margin, with the Model 3 holding a 15.3% share in passenger cars and the Model Y holding 10.8% share in light trucks. Now, since Tesla only has a few models and Toyota has quite a few, Toyota does maintain their ground for the most sales in the state. Toyota had 15.7% market share for the whole year, and Tesla had 13%. Tesla also maintained their position as one of the companies with the best sales growth over the course of the year, up 24.6% from the previous year. Now, looking at the California market as a pie, Tesla's share of the electric vehicle market did drop from 71% to 60.5%. Tesla's single largest investor, Leo Koguan, has some strong words for the company. Koguan has previously described himself as an Elon fanboy and believes in Tesla's mission to accelerate the world's transition to sustainable energy. He's been willing to put his money on it, and by 2022, he had invested more money in Tesla than Elon Musk himself. The investor has been critical of Elon Musk and recently trolled the board of directors, suggesting that they treat Elon Musk as their dear leader, like North Korea's Kim Jong-un. Now, when asked if Tesla's board responded to his, I guess we'll say, direct approach, Ko Guan said, quote, Tesla is a family business masquerading as a public company to benefit only one person with his few friends and family. Now, Ko Guan believes that his concerns are not being heard by the board of directors, and as the single greatest investor, he feels entitled to at least that. As anticipation builds for Rivian's next-generation vehicles, a new patent filing might give us a glimpse into what we can expect. The patent is for a vehicle headlamp, but the images do show what could be our first look at the Rivian R2 electric vehicle. The images appear to be what Rivian has teased in the past as a more compact version of the R1S. It still maintains its classic Rivian design, just pretty much a smaller form factor. According to Rivian, the next-generation R2 will start around $40,000 to $50,000, opening up many new customers. It's expected to be revealed on March 7th at their new flagship Laguna Beach retail space. Nissan plans to produce lithium iron phosphate batteries as it looks to lower EV prices. With cheaper materials, the batteries are about 20 to 30% cheaper than the lithium ion batteries with NCM. Now the move will put this in direct competition with BYD, which happens to be the leader in lithium iron phosphate batteries. Now according to a new report from Nikkei, Nissan expects the new batteries to be used in EVs as early as 2026. They are currently looking for partners to advance this tech and could import from outside the company. Daimler Truck North America, Navistar, and Volvo Group North America just formed a coalition to accelerate the rollout of U.S. charging infrastructure for medium and heavy-duty electric trucks. The new coalition is called the Powering America's Commercial Transportation, or PACT, PACT for short. Now, so far, this doesn't come with a price tag attached to the announcement, but instead it looks like a partnership campaign. They say the plan is to educate, advocate, and get those charging stations built without playing favorites with any particular technology. 
EV drivers looking to get behind the wheel of the Volvo EX30 will have to wait a little bit longer as Volvo works to resolve some software glitches before delivery. This is actually the second time this has happened to that company. Automotive News Europe got their hands on correspondence from Volvo dealers and said that the software version 1.2 wasn't ready for release. A source told Automotive News that the update couldn't be performed over the air and had to be done at the dealership starting immediately. Now, it's not clear how long this will take since Volvo has offered two versions. In the correspondence, they refer to multiple days, taking weeks, while another spokesperson told them that the problem was resolved and should take only a few days. Now, if this sounds familiar, it's because last July, Volvo delayed production of the EX90 SUV, citing software issues around the LiDAR system. Despite a truly terrible year for General Motors that involved plants being shut down for weeks due to union strikes, the bolt battery recalls, and EV production problems, and also the nightmare of crews, General Motors says that they tallied up nearly $10 billion for 2023, but we certainly don't owe that to stellar electric vehicle sales. In 2023, GM delivered about 75,883 electric vehicles in the U.S., about 2.9% of their total volume. GM forecasts their total U.S. auto industry sales to hit 16 million in 2024, but they have also dropped their goal of making 400,000 EVs through mid-2024. Still, they are aiming to have 1 million by 2025, as far as we know. Now, Automotive News reports that General Motors says that they hope to turn around their slow EV ramp-up, particularly around the issues with the Ultium battery architecture and supplier lag. In today's community comment found on YouTube, Martin Wood says, Wish I was a Tesla board member. Instant multi-millionaire status with all those almost free Tesla share options. All you have to do is rubber stamp whatever Elon wants. I could do that. Yeah, Martin, from my outsider perspective, I agree that's about all it looks like one would have to do. I honestly don't know what a board member of Tesla would do. Maybe go to meetings irregularly or send an envoy instead. I don't know. The only problem with joining the board to become a multimillionaire is that I think one would need to be a multimillionaire first before getting in. Now, I'm sure it's not an actual prerequisite, but more of a hunch that someone can't get through unless they got some lumber to swing, or at least some friends with lumber to swing. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Thanks for watching Quick Charge. I'm Mikey G, and I hope you have a great day.